Hey guys, and welcome back to The Sounding Board, your panel podcast where we talk about Black culture and the world around us. As always, here are your five panelists. Hey, it's Zakia. Joy. Cheryl. Yours truly, Captain Jarrell. And Shima. Welcome to The Sounding Board. What up, what up, what up, and welcome back to another episode of The Sounding Board. This week, we know it's Super Bowl Sunday, so we won't be here on too long. Just a quick check-in. All right, let's go ahead and get into it. How is everybody doing this week? How are we looking in terms of life and everything? What's going on in your lives? And I'm Black, y'all. And I'm Black. Yes, it is Black History Month. Um, This is our second we're going into our second yeah second week of black history month and -hmm. i've seen a lot of things on twitter on all social media platforms just celebrating the fact that it's black history month and we are blackity black blackity black and we're proud um so with that i think the first thing that i really want to talk about is how like how are y'all celebrating your black history month so far what have you done that makes you feel like you know what i'm blackity black and i'm proud this month especially this month is there anything that's happened in the week that we haven't talked to make that makes you feel like you're blackity black that's a good that's a good question ain't it yeah think about it ponder it i just think um <laughs> for me, <laughs> nothing that i've done personally but um <laughs> i think um just reflecting on this past week at work, um, me and my black coworkers got together on Monday just to discuss how we're going to deliver um, this month to the firm. So I thought that was a good time um, for us to get together and just um, really focus on what black history means to us, um, what the month means to us. Um, someone really actually brought up, um, you know, when Black History Month was started, why it's in the month of February, Um, Mm. why um, just why we have this month, why wasn't it, you know, any other month of the year, um, which I thought was interesting and something that I never thought about. Um, So I thought that was a good conversation. Um, And then for the rest of the month, we're going to work on putting together a video um, just about what Black History Month means to us. So the rest of the firm can hear it. There's only 13 of us. uh, I want to say about 13 of us, definitely less than 20 of us um, at my firm of, uh, I would say over 250 people. Um, So I think it's really just considering, you know, current events and everything that happened last year and just how you know, our voices have been ignored for so long. I think it's really just important for us to make sure we're speaking up now and advocating for ourselves now and um, just giving the rest of the firm um, a picture into our lives as, you know, Black people in an industry that where we're not always um, celebrated people yeah that's cool uh that's really cool um I like that a lot like I my company is not um doing that I don't 
I think they want to, which is why I think I sent y'all that screenshot of they want me to give a presentation <laughs> during Black History Month, me and then the other person who they just hired, who's also black. And I don't really know how I feel about it. Like, I mean, I'm like, obviously I could do it, but I'm, I'm not really the best spokesman for being uh, or spokeswoman for being uh, like all about blackness because I grew up in a environment in Florida that was all black. But then when I moved and I moved to North Carolina, it was very diverse. And obviously I know that I'm black, but there are things that I don't know. Like I don't know every, every little bit about black history. And I don't really know that I should be the person that should like speak on it, especially when my company is based out of Toronto. And like, when I think of black history, I think of like, unfortunately, just like black history in America, because that's basically, you know, a lot of slaves came here and we had a lot of issues here. So I don't really know what the issues are with black people in Canada or obviously there are some, but I don't think it's as broad or as focused as it is in America. So I am intrigued to see what they kind of want me to do, but that's like, I guess at the end of the month, but so far this week, uh, every time I, that I was in the office, my boss gave me the opportunity, which he always does. He's like, Shima, put put on what you want to put on for the office, music wise. I said, Oh, okay, today, let's take it back to the little, uh, little scissor, a <laughs> little bit of her, a little bit of Summer Walker. And I said, Oh, let's go with uh, a little bit of Sade, please. And uh, we just, Oh, that that conference room was bumping. And they were just like, Okay, ordinary love. I said, Yeah, get into it feel it like so, it was just it was great question, question have you ever played trap music in, I have. in the office i oh. have so like okay so my boss he's pretty young i think ryan is uh 30 maybe like 33 34 oh yeah he's and, really young yeah he's really young and so like we have we have a speaker in our office because our office is pretty small with like the amount of people that we have but we are but we're in a, in a pretty big space and so there's a pizza pizza place up under us and sometimes we can hear their music so what we do is we sometimes compete. So we put our speaker on <laughs> and uh, in uh, the mornings I can hear their music, but then because I get there so early, sometimes I put a little trap music on when nobody's there. And one or two times, oh. one or two times he's walked in and been like, okay, okay. <laughs> and he's just like, he's like, I like that. And he's like, just make sure it's clean. And I'm like, I'll try. But then after hours, he's like, if it's not clean, he's like, whatever. I'll but during, try. The key like, is, yeah, <laughs> the key is instrumental trap or rap. Like, that's what yes. I play in my office sometimes. Like, okay. there's no uh, word, it's just all that. beats. Instrumental trap or rap. That is a good idea. Instrumental you can, trap or rap. You can find like some are just like, you know, just like regular beats that people could, like, I don't know, freestyle over or whatever. Mm -hmm. But then you can find some that are like actual like songs. Like, I've done like instrumental Drake and like Future and like. Okay actual popular beats <laughs> i like that idea and i can like you know still kind of like sing along in my head without <laughs> actually hearing the words <laughs> so. that's the key that's the key uh but yeah that's that's been that's been what i've done so far this week i've been playing r&b a lot in the office trying to get everybody on the vibe but most people in my office are um they're pretty much with the culture um oh. so except for a few people because they're just not from America. So they don't really know much about, you know, black people and culture and stuff like that. But everybody else pretty much knows all the songs that be on the radio and SZA and Sade and all of them. So it was, it's not, a, it's not an issue. So that's my black. Yeah. Stuff I've but I so must far. admit, I don't think I know who's SZA. Oh, get is into that, it. You know, I, is I, that R&B or? Yes. Like SZA is just, oh, she's like, mm. Her voice just it sizzles it sizzles in my spirit. Oh, yeah, sizzles. Go ahead. Okay. Zikil. 
Oh, and I was thinking, I can't think of the name of the song. Love Galore, Garden. Uh, she has a new song out called Good Days. Good I'm Days in my heart. One, Good Days. It's just... Mm. The one about the days of the week, though. The weekend. Oh, that 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 was like, everybody was that like... That one Darrell's probably heard. Probably. Maybe. Let's see. Let me see. I think I got it. Uh, of course I have. Yeah. I was listening to it just, just a few minutes ago. Um, not yeah, because when you, when you said her name, I was thinking maybe she was um in the same time frame as like boys to men sister but she's the current she's a current yeah, artist but like but but, you know but you, funny. i used to never i didn't know how to say her name i'm like mm, really yeah like sda sda i'm like mm, how do you say that it's like she got her name from uh i think it's uh it's from a. she's like a part of that uh she really liked um what's this group it's a group from like back in the day rizza and all of them um it was like a rap group i can't remember the name but she got her name from them like she kind of likes their vibe so she's with them but if you know who Aaliyah is from yeah, yeah, the day, she, yeah. she gives that Aaliyah vibe like she's like an she has like that old soul kind of mentality that i love about her but this is the weekend if you oh. haven't you've probably heard this song for sure so i'm gonna fast forward a little bit yeah, right. let's let's have the chorus. Oh, it's, it's a long intro. <laughs> oh, yep. <laughs> okay. Yeah, you've heard it. Yeah, yeah, yeah for the weekend. Yeah, yeah for the yeah, weekend. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's is a, and she's like right now she's working on uh her her good days music video and then she has another song out that's been all over tiktok that she likes like she put out very briefly and it wasn't like the full song it was literally just like a like maybe like a 10 second clip and somebody made a dance off of it and so she's still trying to figure out that song and like everyone's looking for new music because you know jasmine sullivan just put out her album which is fire her has i think she has new music coming out which is so good and then you have pretty selective as to like what i'm listening to now i don't know about y'all but so you want to come back controversial, huh? <laughs> oh, damn. she came back and chose violence. She came back and chose violence. Like, so since you forgot what we were talking about, we were just talking about trap and rap instrumentals and everything, and then you come back and I don't listen to that rap because <laughs> I just can't relate to it. It just don't do nothing for me. It's not that it doesn't um, relate to it. I need you to relax. Okay, it's I'm not. Personally- <laughs> Go ahead. ready for Drake and J. Cole to drop whenever. Oh, yes. I think when I say like I'm not into rap, like y'all know what uh, rap is. Like you know, we listen to J. Cole, we like Drake, we like Kendrick. Kendrick like I like, yeah. I don't, I don't like the popular stuff. That's like, like no, like Money Bag yeah. Yo. Yeah, who is that? I know who that is, but I've never heard his music. Who does he, does he date somebody? He's always on the shade room about something, I feel like. Oh, <laughs> he's dating, <laughs> he's dating like Ari Fletcher, which I don't even know why she's I don't know who she that. is, but they're always <laughs> on the shade room. I don't know who that but is. I've never heard his music. Shima, I thought you were a fan of WAP. A WAP, I should say. WAP. No, <laughs> I'm not a fan of that song at all. Like I absolutely, like as soon as the song comes on, I literally just, just turn the, I, turn the station because i just can't i don't like wop the only reason why i actually even <laughs> listened to that song was because meg the stallion was on it and if any meg the stallion songs i like i like her new album but i re- i like body because it's like body yaddy so you're like you feel like you can just like move around i can work out to it and uh-huh. then her crybaby album i think or her crybaby video just came out and i watched it and i was just like 
uh i didn't like i didn't really get it but i mean it's, it's good quality video like at editing and like video style like it's it's a good video but i just don't get it and so i i don't know like yeah so question would you say you're a fan of cardi b Okay, so I'm not, I'm not, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna put myself out there like that. Uh, I'm gonna plead the fifth on it. I will say, I will say one thing that my feelings for Cardi B have changed. Okay. I have grown. I, I mean, that happens, you know, yeah. you know, um, in relationships, feelings change. <laughs> I'm not even in a relationship with Cardi B. I mean. It depends on how you look at it, right? Because a relationship can be, or you're a fan, or you know, okay. you admire her, or I you never don't. Never admired. But see, I, 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 I told, I thought you were gonna be, you know, not gonna give us a direct answer. But see, you just you know did. what? I'm just gonna go ahead and get into it because I don't. I'm, I'm a controversial person. I don't mind saying, saying my piece. Um, I like Cardi's Cardi. gonna come after you. He ain't. You know, know who I am. Um, <laughs> like I liked Cardi B when she first came on the scene sure i thought she was i, I used to do that a lot uh, i liked it. i thought it was funny and then my feelings for her my sentiments started to change as soon as like as soon as wap came out i was like okay like i got i get that it's like a it was like a a, a female's anthem to be like you could do whatever you want with your body okay sure but when i heard the lyrics i was like that's not what i, I was like that's not that's not it um and like I don't know. I guess she just dropped a new song or a new video. I don't know. I have no idea. I haven't heard it. Um, like I said, I've been listening a lot. <laughs> well, I haven't R&B. heard it, but I read this article on like Snapchat something and like, I was like, oh my God. I saw what it. is the song? I don't know what the song is. I just it's saw some images up. and like, she's it's like up a mermaid, like making out with her like dancers and then like she's is she on still this, like see-through table like on this naked man and she's in this like what? plastic see-through See? whatever i don't know what it's about i don't know the song i just read it and i was like okay so i just keep seeing stuff on twitter and i think like it's a tiktok dance already like <laughs> probably course, a tiktok dance like an hour after it dropped <laughs> <laughs> of course of course like i I There's don't one know. popular lyric though that I oh, there is. I want to find it, but keep talking. <laughs> I'll okay. let you know when I find it. So um, I have I saw ahead. a clip of the music video, and I watched it muted, and I only saw a clip, not the whole thing. And then I've heard the song in its entirety on Pandora because it came up, and I was like, first of all, the song is trash. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> The music video might have a chance, but from what I heard Cheryl say, it doesn't. The clip I saw was like, oh, okay. I just saw them like dancing in a room. Everybody was spread out. Like <laughs> they were like social distancing. Um, <laughs> that was all I saw. It was like 15 seconds. So now okay. I, I just, I'm just going to say throw the whole thing away. Okay. Yeah. She's yeah. also been accused of plagiarism for that song, apparently. Oh, shit. Really? yeah wow um yeah but i just say you know i'm a huge fan of classical music i listen to mozart (laughs) uh beethoven really do you know what's your favorite what's your favorite piece by beethoven well um i don't want to go into great details but i would say (laughs) 
one of my most favorite pieces would be Ave Maria. Oh, of course. Typical. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, I, I try to be cultured every now and again. Okay. That's that's great, Jerome. I'm glad you like your uh, your classical music. Uh, that's, that's wonderful. Oh, thanks, <laughs> that's thanks. Just... Classical for like focusing is, yes. is great. I, you know, I'm with you, Shima, though. This like these like new rappers. I'm like, what? Are, like, yeah, I can't get with it. I, I just, can't. Like, I mean, it's... Listen... oh, go ahead. No, go ahead. I was going to say, I actually was listening to um a Bridgerton playlist this week oh, during work, which was nice. Share that. Share that. Please. On Spotify, I will. <laughs> yes, because uh, Bridgerton is has... I think we talked about that yesterday, Jarell. We talked about Bridgerton in uh, the show. I think that was one of my favorite things. No. Like, I just remember watching the first episode and then, like, they're playing, I think it was, like, Ariana Grande or something, and I was like, yeah, oh, my God, Nick. this is so cool. Right. It's, thank it's, you, Nick. So, uh, thank you, God. Next. I can't. But, I like I like I mean, RA too. Like the same as I was talking about earlier about like the instrumental like trap. They have like orchestra like pop songs or pop covers of like a bunch of different songs dating back to whenever. So there's definitely a, a broad uh, variety of music out there if you're looking for it and just looking for something without words. Mm -hmm. uh, to not focus on the words <laughs> yeah that 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 kind of reminds me of this um so there was this playlist that i uh oh thanks for that uh th there was this playlist that i found through um one of the nba players matisse theibel uh, my fellow haitian Sapase. um he was in the bubble back when the nba was in the last season and he had found or he had like collaborated with these people because he's interested in like music and all this other stuff and he's a pretty interesting and cool guy and so he found this playlist and it's called like um something uh it's like something not algorithms and it's like all the other music that like you wouldn't necessarily find on it's on uh, on Spotify because Spotify will only give you based on like your algorithm like what you're interested in and so it was really interesting and it's called yeah art not algorithms and I had started listening to that because it was just different people different genres different types of stuff of music that I would have never found had I just stuck with like what I was used to listening to and like going from R&B to to like African to to hip-hop to trap to this and that so it was really interesting and I can share that with y'all too if y'all want to it's it's a really cool it's a really cool playlist it's like you have to kind of be interested in like wanting to hear something different and i always say if a, like you have to give a song at least a minute can't give it like 10 seconds you got to give it at least a minute to like really feel if this is something that you want to keep going i know i know a minute is long and it's hard but just give it a try so that's cool i'm glad we all seem to have interesting topics on music so that's, I guess, our Black portion of this month. Um, but another thing that goes along with Black history. So this past week, there was a basketball game that occurred between the Maya, no, between the Atlanta Hawks and the Los Angeles Lakers and LeBron James. Oh, this is why I love LeBron. Like LeBron, LeBron, LeBron. He had an interaction with a Karen or... I mean, I guess she's a Karen, but yeah, she's a Karen. I only say maybe she might be a Karen because she apparently is young, but she looks like she could be a Karen, like old wise. Apparently this girl is 25 and she had some stuff to say uh, in regards to LeBron being on the court. 
her husband was talking to LeBron. They were going back and forth and it just got out of hand to the point where she was saying LeBron was a B and this and that. Don't talk to my husband. I found it comical because the lady got kicked out of the game. That was my like, oh my God, we're only four days into Black History Month and look at this. We're getting Karens kicked out of basketball games. You know, 2021 was looking up at that point. I said, wow, look at this. LeBron James got a white woman kicked out of a basketball game. Go right ahead. I was super excited. And for those of you who haven't seen the clip, uh, I'm going to try to play it on this. I don't know if there's like really a big audio um, of it, but I will try to uh, hear a lot in the audio. It's more so like after after everything happened. Yeah. Like she kind of, she kind of came on. I think she got, I think she actually had an interview her and her husband, which was very interesting because she came back on and was like, I'm 25. And people are like, you 25. If y'all can see this picture of this woman, she don't look 25. She looked like she in her forties. Yeah. A lot of plastic surgery. Old. Here's, here's yes. my thing. Like y'all are lucky to be at a damn basketball game right now during this pandemic. Like, she have a mask? These people... No, 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 because she had a drink in her hand. Now that I think about it, I don't think no, she didn't. Right. She didn't. What? See, and that's the thing is like just sit your ass down Mm. and enjoy the game. Like, y'all don't need to be talking shit to these athletes while they're trying to entertain you. Yes. Like, I can't. I just don't understand people like that. Hundred percent No, she did not have a mask on. She did not. Um because she had a drink in her hand and she felt like she was because she bought she bought courtside seats that she had the capacity to tell LeBron James and the, and the Lakers about themselves. But I thought what they did was right. Kick her out. Shut up. You, you have no authority being here talking all this mess, getting in people's faces, trying to get in people's faces. So go ahead, sit your behind, either sit down, shut up or leave. So I'm glad that the, the Hawks kicked her out because it's black history month. And every time I think about that, I think about that black guy telling that white woman, move bitch it's black history month <laughs> like every i love that video i love it what that was a lot um i know so, <laughs> i do want to say something while we're talking I don't, this isn't related but i had to i thought about it because i saw it yesterday so right here in raleigh north carolina um this woman came home to her apartment and she put her key in the door and she realized that her door was unlocked and when she opens the door, she saw two men in there. This was a black woman. She saw two two white men in her apartment in her ex-boyfriend's clothes. They were eating. They're watching TV. And then they said, who are you to her when she Wait. came in? She immediately closes the door and leaves, calls the police. The police come. The white police come. Oh, boy. And they took their time to get them out. They're in there questioning them. She was like, arrest them. Arrest them. These are intruders in my home. They're like, well, we, we got to, you know. You're joking. Do our, we got to do our due diligence and, and investigate. Get them out the house. And like, you can detain them outside. And she's like, that's what she's saying. And they're like, well, you know, we detain on site, blah, blah, blah. And so they like apparently like handcuffed them and left them inside her apartment for like an extended period of time like and they just treated her with like no urgency whatsoever and it, <laughs> that's crazy and, and this was were, in raleigh this was in raleigh and the police like when they went inside this is how long i don't know how long they had been in there i think she had been gone like overnight or something 
and um video footage showed like a previous night they were going around and they were checking people's doors and even though hers was locked they still somehow got inside um and so oh she had seen that like they had showered in there and everything oh yeah so they were both arrested eventually and charged with breaking and entering but like how you gonna take your time had that been a had that been a black person they'd have been on face down face down shot something the questioning as they're being like slammed into the ground like come on now and nobody's like asking for violence but at least like treat people the same way if you're gonna you know for the same situation exactly like i'm not i'm not asking for violence but a little violence would have would have helped me feel a little safer like i'd be like oh so you do treat everybody the same like i'm not i'm not i'm not asking police officers to do violence because whenever because whenever we say violence they immediately say oh you want us to do violence against you not against everybody else but it would have been nice had i would have preferred and obviously i wish you i know i know you don't have the capacity to do this whenever you call the cops and you call the dispatch but i would be like i request a black officer because i like if, if we had the capability to request a black officer i would call one every time because i would be like listen you know get these mofos out of my house like, how dare you show up on scene and then question somebody when the lady is clearly telling, this is my house and you're going to let them sit there? That's what I was going to say. They asked, they asked them like, who are you? Like something. And they gave her name. Bruh. Yeah. Uh, they were like, I'm, I think her name was like Chalet. This is my apartment. She was like, arrest them. How, how are they going to be Chalet? Do they look like a Chalet? Come on now. Come on. We know what a Chalet look like. She black, probably got she probably natural or she might have some she might have some extensions in her hair and she's black come on she'll like you're not about to stereotype the victim i know i didn't i said i was just about to say i'm not trying to stereotype but hello use your common sense you you think you think a white man is named (laughs) shall like i just oh you know this is oh my god i'm getting annoyed just thinking about something that that story sounds really uh, interesting i want to find out more about like why exactly they entered or what were they doing it almost sounds as though they had like a mental disorder because that sounds no we're crazy. not getting, no we're not handing out mental disorders to them no, <laughs> no no Jarrell. we're not giving them They're benefit criminal. of the doubt they, they, were they broke into her house nothing else matters they broke into her house she she walked to her door put her key and was like oh it's already unlocked at that moment they're criminals i am not giving them the ability to say oh they were just having they were drunk they were high they were no no they broke Not in during Black History Month. Yeah. They broke in <laughs> on site. On site. I'm done. Not in a pandemic. Thank you. <laughs> not in a panty. <laughs> not in a not in a panorama. Oh, <laughs> uh, you know what, Zakia? Uh that's crazy. You know what's crazier though? Like they broke in. They were living. They're just living there. Living there. Living and, there. It's like, all and, right, hotel for the night. But what then, the hell? But, but then asked her, "Who are you? What? Like, <laughs> like, hold up, hold up." But you know, that's 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 beyond just breaking entry. That's an invasion of privacy because we don't know if they went through if she had files. We don't know what what could. I mean, they could how, leave her social security number. Yes, like we don't know how this could trickle down in this woman's life. Like she, I, I hope that she obviously gets. I would want to move. Everything changed. I hope you I would move. The video because i yeah do you have it yeah i got it let me share the yeah. screen all of my stuff like took i mean got comfortable took a shower and in, in it and then in her boyfriend's clothes her ex-boyfriend's clothes apparently 
and just sitting there eating like they were just like okay this is it now but the part that gets me is that you took a shower and then you ate my food not that right there Mm -mm. i ain't with that that's foul all right let me uh but yeah i just found this uh kind of mind-blowing and you know she you can see right here she's recording from outside She's recording from outside in that screenshot and like both the burglar and the police are making her crazy while she's recording. Like, yeah, crazy. Well, one thing I would say, you know, um, I think it's really you know, important that we have access to phones now to be able to record. Mm-hmm. Because years ago, you know, folks didn't have that ability to actually record and have evidence. So that's great. And have your own evidence, yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, how long Maybe is watch. a Weight Watchers uh, ad? God, dog. <laughs> when I put the key in the door, it was open, so it did like that. Shanae Porter says when she arrived home at her Briar Creek apartment Tuesday morning, she walked into a nightmare. What's up, girl? Was it you? Yeah, that's my yeah. Two men she did not know lounging in her home, eating her food, wearing her ex-boyfriend's clothes. She says one of them even took a shower. A neighbor's doorbell cam shows two strange men the night before twisting doorknobs in the breezeway. Shanae says her door was locked, but somehow they got in. And when Shanae came home, the young mom was terrified. I just looked at him and I said, who are you? And he started coming towards me and I hurried up and closed the door. I didn't know what to think, what to say. I was so speechless. I, I never seen anything like this before. Emotions took a new turn when Raleigh police respond to Shanae's call to 911. Officers question the intruders. Shanae and her neighbors angered and confused on what they see as a lack of urgency from police. The suspects in her apartment were both white. Shanae calls it a double standard. If I was a white woman and I called and said it was two black intruders in my house, I feel like they would have had them out my house immediately. Do you know your apartment number? Yeah, I'm Shaney. This is my number. I want you to tell me what the apartment number is. Nay, them now. They're in my house. She's a victim, and I want to see it treated like a victim situation. There is a foreign man in her home. That's why we have him detained. In there. You have to understand. There's actually two of them in there. Get them detained outside. You can be detained outside. At this point in time, what's safest for us and every single person out there, them in that situation, detain them, and then bring them out afterwards. I called you for help, and you go talk to them. (laughs) There's, you know, like, good people. Like, they just broke into my house. I don't even feel safe with calling the police anymore because it's like, you never know. So 35-year-old Charles Mary and 45-year-old Brian Capel were both eventually arrested, each man charged with breaking and entering. They remain in the Wake County Jail tonight. We did ask RPD about Shanae's allegation that her case was treated differently because of the race of the suspects. We didn't hear back about that aspect of the case. In Raleigh, I'm Joel Brown, ABC 11 Eyewitness News. You know what? I don't have nothing... Um, that they even mm. had the audacity to be like, oh, what apartment number is this? You motherfucking know that they don't live there. Thank you. Okay. Right? Like, hold up. You mean, it's safer for us. There are two of them, but there are three of you. And you got a weapon and they don't. Are you kidding? Are you kidding? I'm going to I'm gonna give them the benefit of the doubt. Uh, what? Like, bro. Uh, two things that are wrong in this situation is that she called for help help came 
helped took their sweet ass time in trying to resolve the situation. Now this lady is like, you know what? If a situation or something like this occurs again, I'm not going to call the police. I don't feel comfortable calling the police because I don't feel like they're going to have my back. And then two, the Raleigh PD like are just. <sighs> the thing is, they came and they did. This is the same thing we just saw at the Capitol. They did not see them as a threat. Yes. They just didn't see them as a threat. I am. And that right there is the problem. Flabbergasted. But I'm really not. I'm not surprised. I'm upset, but I'm not surprised, which is the problem because I shouldn't be. I should be upset at both. I shouldn't be. I shouldn't be not surprised. Like I should be like, oh, they actually did their jobs. Like that should just be. They should just do their jobs to everybody. Like you shouldn't be treating people differently. How is, is it too much to ask? Is it too much to ask? Apparently it, it, it appears that it is too much to ask, but I have yeah. to always remind myself to go back and to think that police officers were never created to police white people. They were created to police black released slaves, newly released yeah, slaves. I so did, I posted a video about that today. Oh, you did? I did not see that. The origins of police officers was never to police white people. I hope everyone understands that. This is the truth. Police officers were never intended to police white people. They were always intended to re- to police African Americans, black people who were newly released slaves because we still needed to be put in our place. They didn't care that we were freed. They were going to do everything to remind us that just because you free don't mean you free. Mm-hmm. And they're still doing it. So Moving on, because the more I talk about it, the more upset I get. Does anybody else? <laughs> I don't even know. Moving on. I have something positive to share. Okay, great. <laughs> <laughs> Good. <laughs> on, um, and this is important because, you know, we often talk about a lot of different things during Black History Month, but often it's like a lot of repeated things or we're like relearning some of the same stuff or um, in school they want to talk about slavery and like these people, you know, whatever. But current Black History Month or more modern Black history, um, there's a couple people, a couple of my friends on Instagram that are actually sharing some really great content this month. And one is at Soul, S-O-L-E, did it, mm-hmm. um, D-I-D-I-T. <laughs> and so Thomas is sharing like a lot of great content on Black History um, black history and he's um highlighting a different person every day and then at rachel the architect is also sharing great content and i think you mentioned her earlier but that's her handle for those who who don't know and so she's sharing did you mention her i mentioned her off oh we were talking there (laughs) you good though and yourself uh, put yourself in there you're you're doing some content here and there i don't i don't think you're doing stuff every day but like you post stuff oh okay so they're doing original content <laughs> and I've, I've done some re some re good reposting anything that I see that I think, you know, is, is new to me or, or interesting. I try to share. Mm-hmm. That's great. I'm glad you did that. Um, because it's important. Go ahead, Joy. If you're into food, uh, I think my older sister is posting, um, just, um, I guess like a famous or like, I don't know, lesser known, um, black chef every day on um, girl <laughs> what's our black, handle it's at black chick that cooks bet i'm in there i love food so that's cool i i, I like that 
that this this month it seems well not even this month but this year it seems that people are really um black people us included are really coming into our own as black people if it kind of feels like maybe because obviously we weren't around when our parents and maybe our grandparents went through you know civil rights and all other stuff but it feels kind of like I don't know for you but it feels like for me like a resurgence of like proud to be black like we've always been proud to be black but like now it feels like it's even more apparent that like black people are like you know what I'm going to support my black people I'm going to be black all the time I'm done code switching I'm done doing this I'm not doing it anymore I am black at work I am black at home I'm black outside I'm black on Instagram I'm black everywhere and I'm just like maybe this is what it felt like back in like the 1960s when these when our grandparents and our parents were like listen you're black 100% of the time you don't stop being you because somebody else is in the room and I think I can I can say for myself and I can only speak for myself that at some points in my life I was never unproud to be black, but I definitely hid my blackness as much as I could because I wanted to fit in into this social norm that we were quote unquote supposed to kind of blend into. Like I always knew I was black, was black all the time, but my blackness was toned down so that other people could feel comfortable. I ain't doing that no more. Like I'm not making you feel comfortable by toning down my blackness. I can code switch like the best of them. Am I doing it? No. Cause I don't see the value in it. If I got to switch who I am to make you feel comfortable, then that means I don't need to be around you. And I'm not doing it. Like I said, I'm blackity black all the time. I don't know about y'all, but that's at least for me. I'm going to say like in the last three years, it's been like, I'm just black all the time. Like I'm not, I'm not switching anymore. I can't do it. It's too tiring. So. No, I'm here for it. <laughs> all the time. Yeah. Like it's it's just too much to like put thought into. Oh, I have to now change my voice. No, I'm not. No, I'm not changing my hairstyle. I'm not coming in, pressing my hair. No, I'm I'm no. Let the curls, let my four C hair shine. Oh, is that what you finna do, Shima? Oh, bro, I already told you. I already got my. I already got all my products. We What's the? Wait, we still we still waiting to see uh the twist out. We still hadn't seen the fro release. So. <laughs> it's it it's been released, just not on okay. camera. No, we yeah. just talked about how it's probably been like six months at this point, at least, when Shima said, "I can't go. I'm not going natural. <laughs> I'm not doing it. I'm not doing it. It's too much." To run that back. I have to run that audio. Back. I can't. I might have to run it back. I have to find it. Um, so I I had said it because it was just like I my hair is like four. It says four C as it can get, and that ain't no problem. It's not a problem. I didn't. I so back then I didn't. I didn't have all the products that I needed because my my mom has been natural since uh maybe 20 plus years because she had locks and then she cut them and now she just has her hair and now she wears you know weaves and wigs and all that other stuff but her hair has been natural and so she's always had the products and her her hair texture is different from mine like my mom we just found out recently that she's actually native american um and so am i apparently um and i was like whoa well that oh, oh okay that explains why your eyes are a little different why your hair texture is a little weird and why you don't look like what I thought you were supposed to look like. So we found out that her great grandmother was Native American. And so um, because of that, her hair, like my mom's hair texture, she has two different hair textures in her hair. Like the back is like spongy and then the, the front is like this 3A, 3B type. And I'm like, well, how I get 4C? <laughs> like what happened here? But, but she has all these different hair care products. And so 
when I first was trying to go, when I was first taking out my braids and I still had all my new growth and I had relaxer on the, on the tips, which I still do. I got to get that cut. I was using hair products because I was like, okay, you know, she's natural. She's my mom. I'm, I'm going to try out her stuff. It wasn't working because I got 4C hair and she doesn't. So now I have all the, the brand. I don't know how to pronounce this brand. Is it Mayo? Yeah. Miel. 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 My, bro, I don't know. Miel. Yeah. So I have all Miel. this 4C. Miel. Uh, pomegranate. I got it all. Like I am just pomegranate and honey and it smells so good. And I can't wait. I take out my hair this, uh, this week and I am going to do my hair, wash it, all that kind of stuff, curl it. And then I got to put it back in braids. Like next week or are you doing in the middle of the week? Wait, Uh, back in braids. mm -hmm. How long you can give your scalp to breathe? Two weeks. Okay. I I get my hair done on the 19th before my birthday. So um, but I, I'm doing that because for me, obviously hair, I, I'm not doing, I'm not doing a twist out. I'm going to get it twisted out by somebody else. I, I'm not a hair person, so, but I am going to be natural. So I got to get it cut first. And I know I got at least when I last took it out, I had at least four inches of new growth. All this hair is new growth now. <laughs> like all of it. So it just, mm yeah this 4c is gonna be coming out so but yeah so i'm gonna be black all the time can't wait <laughs> that was a long segue i do those a lot where'd Jarrell go i don't know he just dipped out dipped out on us like that how you just come? okay so it looks like we got Jarrell back um so yeah. this week hello sir so this week, uh, did you guys hear about the House removing one of the representatives of her committee of responsibilities? Um, I think that was Republican uh, Representative Major Marjorie Taylor Greene or whatever her name is. Um, she was removed. Did y'all hear about that? How do y'all feel? Should they have done it? Are we glad yep. they did it? Yep. Yeah, I heard about it. I, I felt as though it was necessary. It was a long time coming because apparently she, you know, she supported... Um, killing some of the some democratic leader apparently before she was actually elected right but even though notwithstanding that it's just the fact that how it how it looked the optics of it um and you know i mean to be honest i was surprised that they did especially considering what happened previously with number 45 Mm -hmm. but it could also be the fact that she had less power than he did or less influence probably um yeah, but I mean, hats off to them. At least they did something, especially on the Republican side. Yeah. I mean, that's... Yeah. I mean... I thought it was interesting that, that uh, 11 Republicans voted with them. Yeah. <laughs> 20, 230 to, to 199. I said, that's what I'm talking about. Like, I'm, I'm not surprised that only 11 of them yeah. did, but like... I mean, to have somebody in Congress that has supported QAnon, who has questioned 9-11, who has questioned, you know... Sandy Hook. Sandy Hook. Like, how disgusting of a person are you? I don't care what kind of stuff you've seen on social media. You can cry brainwash all you want to. Like, like I don't even understand how people like that become elected officials Uh but obviously you know the people that elected her believed in those same things and i just think honestly it's unfortunate but i'm glad that they did hold her accountable and take her off of those committees because she has no business even being there 
Correct. It's it's just, it's disgusting to see that 199 people were okay with her being herself. And you were you're elected officials and you're 199 of y'all were like, nah, let her let her keep her power. What? If that doesn't if that doesn't wake up these their constituents who voted who voted them in to being like, you know what? The we're okay with them doing this. Voted them in, voted them in for that reason, and that's the problem. That is the problem. Um, it's like they are representing I, their constituents. I know, and that's that's the problem that I seem to have with like a lot of people. And I think somebody posted it in one of the group chats that I'm in. It could have been you, Joy, or it could have been Aspen. I don't know. Somebody posted about Sagittarius, Pisces, Leos. Can't, yeah, you posted about us not liking people. And if we call you a friend, be thankful because we really don't like the human race. It's true. I can't sit here and understand how your moral compass, which obviously you have no morals, allows you to be like, oh, I think it's okay for this woman that was elected to continue to have her power because she's she she deserves it. I mean, she earned it. So her saying what she said before she was elected shouldn't follow her. No, it absolutely should follow her. She wanted some people to be killed and now she's sitting next to these people in different chambers? Are you kidding? She shouldn't even be there. Yeah, and, and not only that, the question is, did she apologize? Like, did oh. she even acknowledge that she was wrong? I don't think so. I don't I don't I think so. I don't know. I can't I can't say for certain. I think I think she might have said something to like some Republican senators at some point that she might have accused, but she has never publicly said anything. Yeah, and she had to respond or something last yeah. week before they voted but like from the clip that i saw she's like you know social media and blah 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 and it's like take responsibility for the fact that you push this stuff yes like, yeah. yeah she's like yeah like you know i i like you know it's not real and blah 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 but like after you you talked about that stuff for so long like yeah it's a double standard like how can we hold celebrities dragging them for something something that they posted on twitter 10 years ago but we can't seem to drag elected officials for saying something two years ago about wanting to kill a, a, a an elected official um oh, hold the same standard america i think hold the same standard i don't think that it's that people don't hold the same standards i think that people feel that with celebrities they're actually can have some impact to like their career or something like that and then when you get to politicians they just end up being so untouchable that mm. some people are like why why even bother because nothing's going to change and these people aren't going to be held accountable they're not going to be removed so it was actually really good to see that that it did happen even though it it wasn't as unanimous you know as you would expect something to be like that yeah, I mean that's a good point. That is that is a fair point. And why is that? Why why do we feel like elected officials are untouchable? They're elected. We have the power to change it. Hello, Georgia just did it. Thank God for mm-hmm. Georgia. I mean, if people don't understand the power of voting, you need to r- run the tapes back to what just happened in the Senate, fifty-one to fifty, because Georgia did what they had to do. If someone's like, "I don't vote," I look at you sideways now, being like, "You don't vote? Are you kidding?" That one vote matters. That one vote literally changes you getting your $1,400 stimmy check to you not getting your $1,400 stimmy check. So if you over here talking about, I don't vote, you shouldn't get your check then because you, <laughs> you did not exercise your right. Like, are you kidding? Like one people are like, my one vote doesn't matter. Look at what one vote does matter. One vote matters. It was 50-50 and guess what? 
she un- she she broke the tie. So I even I get so heated on certain things on a lot of things, but I have to remember to to bring it tone it down because not everybody's like me. Not everybody's educated. Not everybody's this. I don't. That's not an excuse. But at some point, I need to give people grace. But I cannot give you grace if you continue to say after this election cycle that you don't vote. At that point, you're just you're choosing to be ignorant and you're choosing to live in a life because you're choosing to continue to stay in the same cycle because you feel like it's not affecting you. It affects you regardless if you feel it or not. So I can't I can't with people who continue to be like, I never voted before. Well, something's wrong with you. Change it. Yeah. While we're on that subject, too, just real quick, like we can't just show up every four years either. So uh, next yes. year we have another important election if we want to keep mm-hmm. <laughs> majority of the House uh, every year stuff done, you know, every year there's some every year you should be voting on something. There is an election every single year on something local, state, federal. There's a there is an election every single year. And if you don't know about the elections that are going on in your community, you're giving you're doing yourself a disservice. If you want if you want that road to get fixed, guess what? I'm sure the county board members are going to be voting on it in a couple of weeks. You can go down there and protest and say this and say that and voice your opinion. There are chances to exercise your vote. And I think that's the problem. People are like, I don't want to just vote every four. You're, you're not. You're voting every every year. You're voting on something. Yeah. That was the whole point. That's why that's why our ancestors did this so that we could be able to vote, not just in presidential elections, not just in government, not just what, sorry, not government, not just in governors, not just in representatives and congressmen, but in your local level. That is where these one vote matters. And people don't realize that because even in like the mayorship that was going on here, the votes were close, close. Could have been one to two, three, four, ten 10 votes, but my one vote doesn't matter. Get, get out of here. If I hear, if I hear another black person talk about my vote don't matter i'm a slap just you know what <laughs> your vote matters i'm so, okay Tima. yeah i just get i just get so heated because like I, how can anyway i'm moving i can't <laughs> i can't i can't keep doing this i'm not gonna stress myself out about other people's stupidity i can't i can't worry about everybody else i have to worry about myself and i know i voted but i'm gonna try to make sure everybody else votes as best i can i'm gonna beat it down your throat until you get it <laughs> yeah, yeah, but I mean, just to play devil's advocate, right? You have the oh boy, <laughs> you have the factor in the cost benefit, right, to your average voter, and especially like how you highlighted the point that you know, for you, you you know, you're fairly educated, right? You have your yeah. your bachelor's degree, you're getting your master's degree, but then when you compare it with you know someone else who may be working three jobs and then they have to take time off to go to the voting station to actually cast that vote well i mean it wouldn't necessarily be an excuse but it's like for them they're like it's a hassle yeah it's a hassle and then but i would add this voting season was somewhat different in the sense that um individuals were more um they had the opportunity to actually vote via mail or vote electronically so they didn't necessarily have to go in per se Whereas in um, previous voting occasions, it's like, oh, you know, you had to actually physically mm-hmm. visit the place, even if you had early voting, right? Yes. Yeah. It still could be somewhat of a hassle for them. And they call it like the voting paradox. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's, and that's why it's like you have to make it easy and accessible so people that mm-hmm. can do it yes. and will do it. And that's the biggest reason we saw so much voter turnout yep. this year, because people 
people could go and vote early in states that you usually couldn't people could mail in their ballot like they had so many opportunities to get it done and they took those opportunities but Jarrell's 100% right for these people that well I can't take off work like blah blah Mm -hmm. blah whatever during from this time to this time if I have to stand in line for three hours I can't afford to do that because I can't afford to work and so I think I'll care yeah you have to Yeah, you have to, we as a country have to make voting more accessible on a regular basis, not just during a pandemic. And we have to give people grace because like I said, like I'm trying, I'm trying, I'm learning to give people grace. And I definitely think that if we change the way that we vote and change the system that we currently have to how it was during this pandemic, we would never have any more issues because the because the government would be looking at it from a perspective of everyone deserves a chance so we have to afford people the opportunity to do so and that means giving people grace the rich can vote the poor can't always get there so i get it and i think now this is this is where i would get upset is that if they gave you if you if they afforded you every opportunity to go vote and you still didn't that's why i'm gonna slap you upside your face like i'm gonna be like come on now they gave you every chance and you were like nah i'm good <laughs> that's where that's where I'm like that's where I'm at. So so people if you're listening don't don't take what I'm saying like, don't take it the wrong way. Like I'm saying if if the if our systems were in place and they literally gave you every opportunity to vote and you still mm-hmm. chose not to, that's where you deserve to be slapped. <laughs> like that's just it. Like I, I don't I don't resort to violence. I'm not saying I would slap you. I'm just saying you deserve <laughs> to get hit. Uh, you choose violence. <laughs> 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 I'm not, but I'm not. I'm not a violent person. If you've ever, if you've ever met me or seen me in real life, I'm not a violent person, y'all. I'm How really do you not. define violent? <laughs> oh, <laughs> violence. Let's 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 look it up. Violence. Okay, you let me let me Google violence. I can tell you what violence means. Uh, well, you know, Shima Shima came one year and said she listens to R and B and not not rap. So oh I mean, right, so she probably not violent. Hello, hello, sap, hello, sap. Hello, hello. Got a soft spot. I do have a soft spot. So violence. Miriam Dictionary says violence is the use of physical force so as to injure, abuse, damage, or destroy an instant of violent treatment or procedure. Injury by or as if distortion, infringement, or profanation, yeah, outrage. So I am not that kind of person. It's a verb. No, it's a noun, but violence can be if you take action, but I don't take Mm -hmm. action. I speak a lot. I don't really put hands on people like that. I'm a Pisces. I'm a nice person. <laughs> I mean, I'm, a I'm a Pisces as well, but I I don't know if I would consider myself a nice person. I mean, you're like a true Pisces. Like you're like deep in the Pisces nature. I'm on the yeah. cusp of an Aquarius and a Pisces. So I, so maybe that would be why I would, I would resort to violence because Aquarius could be violent people. I mean, you know, I think someone once said there there's a time for violence, right? You just gotta know. Oh, when. here comes Joe. I forgot. <laughs> what did Joe say? <laughs> he didn't say nothing. I looked at him. He was like, "What?" <laughs> <laughs> I forget. Uh, he is uh, he is an Aquarius. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, Joe, Joe is super peaceful. Yes, that's what I was gonna say. He's, he's super. He's a peaceful. He's a peaceful person. So maybe that's maybe that's why the, I I don't know anyway. So that's great. So now, like we were this this whole episode is just it's so interesting. <laughs> like, I 
it's just I can't it's just all over the place but people understand that that's how the sounding board goes we 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 sound off on different things on different topics and it goes to the left sometimes and sometimes it stays core sometimes it goes to the right it just all depends but that's what happens when you put five people in a virtual zoom room and you talk about things that just pop up in your head even though you had a docket clearly laid out it doesn't matter (laughs) that's my doing like i'm the one who's literally changing the topics all the time uh, yeah yeah and i look at it as creativity right thank you i'm a creative person that's how i look at it (laughs) i can go off the dome speaking of off the dome earlier before we got on here i was mentioning to everybody how i have an air fryer now and i think that this is a conversation that just needs to be brought up if you're listening to this and you have an air fryer has it changed your life for the greater because i know for a fact having this air fryer has changed my outlook on cooking on food i feel healthier i feel better like everything i do is in the air fryer it's amazing why do we need ovens so I'm, I'm going to open up the discussion. If you have an air fryer versus an oven, is your life better because you have this air fryer? Does anyone aside from Shima have an air fryer? Yeah, I have an air fryer. It I is. would say it, it has improved my lifestyle quite drastically. <laughs> <laughs> you, know, you know, I was on um, the precipice of, you know, just poor health. But with, <laughs> you are so <laughs> full of it, Jarrell. Yo, Jarrell be out here camping. Up in the kitchen cooking all the time. Every one of Jarrell's meals has to be hot. He does not eat sandwiches. He doesn't eat cold cuts. Everything Jarrell cooks and eats has to be hot. Yeah, yeah. But I mean, so truthfully, I would say uh, the air fryer, it's like quite convenient, right? Um, Yes. I can easily pop something in there. I wouldn't necessarily have to wash as many dishes as I usually would if I'm cooking on the stovetop. Um... In addition to that, it, like I said earlier, convenience, but then also it keeps a lot of the meat that you're cooking. So I've like cooked uh, chicken, I've cooked um, lamb chops, and it's like really tender and and juicy and and tasty. So Mm -hmm. I appreciate that. Um, What else? And then, you know, it's something different. It's something new and it makes cooking more exciting. And that's another thing that I've, I've discovered with it. And then also in terms of energy efficiency, so usually I would have used my entire oven for maybe just like one Cornish hen and two sweet potatoes, right? But now with my air fryer, I can like just put that Cornish hen in there, put that on convection, bake 30 minutes, um, let that bake, you know, and then for the additional 10 minutes, uh, use the frying option, air frying option and, and have that browned and just have that crisp nature, nature on the top. So I appreciate that aspect of it. So I would say most definitely, like if you're interested in, you know, healthy living, convenience, um, and then also saving time in terms of uh, washing dishes and cleaning up, and then also just for the excitement and then joining the pop culture, right? Because it's the thing to do. So come on board, join the Air Fryer Nation. It's where it's at. It it really is though. You know what's to check? I look. What'd what? you say? Somebody said that. <laughs> that means you didn't even get paid for that advertisement. No. Yeah, I did. He really should be getting paid as as an air fryer spokesman yes. because you just I I think you might have convinced at least four people to go buy an air fryer uh, after that amazing synopsis of why we should have an air fryer. But he did. He also didn't mention that if you have an air fryer, you really don't have to use any. You don't have to use oil as much. 
all you have to do is just, you know, I, I saw this this TikTok where this guy, he has like this, uh the spray, like the spray oil, whatever. And his thing is every time that he puts stuff in the air fryer, he's like zero calories, zero calories, zero calories. <laughs> he's just like extra. He's like zero calories. Just spray it on there. Throw it in there. I just I like for me, it, like like he said, it's convenient, energy efficient. It's healthier for me, especially because I'm not using a lot of oil. And I just like for quickness, like putting chicken tenderloins in there, season them up in two minutes, put a little zero calorie, zero calorie oil on that thing, popped it in there for 10 minutes, air fry. Then mofos came out crispy like Chick-fil-A. And I was like, wooey. And I want a Chick-fil-A that day, but I made it at home and I saved money. There you go. That's the perk. Yep. So Jarell and I have air fryers. Zaki, you have an air fryer. What is your uh, take on it? I just use it for stuff I don't feel like putting in the oven. But like, I didn't necessarily use the oven a lot before anyway. Mm-hmm. So my life has not been drastically changed. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay. Oh, but what type okay. of air fryer do you have? Do you have yeah. um, like the one where you can see through? And it's you almost like, like a, a toaster oven? Yeah. I want the basket. Oh, okay. oh you have the basket. Okay. Mm, maybe that's why her life hasn't been changed yet, Jarrell. Yeah, maybe. Because when, yeah. <laughs> when you can see it, it changes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When you put that bad boy in there, you say 350, 10 minutes, and you see it, and then you put the light on, and you like, First and you all, see the oil dripping, and then you see it, and then it's like five minutes later, you're like, oh, it's done? Changes your whole life. I got other stuff to do. I don't watch my food cook <laughs> in the air fryer, regardless of if it had a window. I, I have other things that can entertain me. I'm multitasking typically, like I'm doing a big meal prep. Okay. Um, so, yeah, the coffee like that. I see. Um, I'm not looking at my food as it cooks. <laughs> there's a big air fryer that they have that I saw at Best Buy that can like even like that can fit a pizza in it. Oh, so I'm kind of intrigued by that mm-hmm. size because I we wouldn't get yet. something that's like a little bit bigger. I get something that's like you know huge, mm-hmm. since ours is kind of medium. Uh, but I do plan on using the air fryer today actually to make some chicken. Maybe uh-huh. mm, cool, cool, Way to go. cool, cool. Way okay, to go. well that's cool. Cheryl and Joy, y'all should get an air fryer. I was looking into them the other day, and I can't remember why, but I was looking into them because I was like, okay, what what is this? What does it actually do? And yeah, I read that it was convection oven. My mom actually just got a new oven, and it's like a convection oven. Really? Yeah, and it cooks uh-huh. things so much faster. Oh. It's also one of those that like you can use the whole oven, or you can just use like half the oven, so it's like mm. smaller, and then it's convection, so it oh, cooks wow. really fast. Um, Look at technology. Yeah. yeah, but yeah, I was looking into it the other day just to see like, because everybody has them now. Like, would I need this? I, I mean, I don't know. I just, I don't know. I think, I think for me, whenever I use the, the oven, I always felt disappointed because it would take too long and it wasn't, it never got to the crispiness that I wanted it to get to. And in like, yeah, like sometimes like I would put chicken in there and I would just be like, maybe I put too much oil. I don't know. But it like I would it would be in there for a long time. And I'd be like, yo, 30 minutes. Well, by the time I comes out, I'm, like, I'm not even hungry anymore. Like I need it in 10. <laughs> like, yeah. And I think I think that's why, because I don't have time. I just don't have time. And so she has time to watch the food, but she ain't got time to cook. Mm. Oh, wow. Cheryl! <laughs> Typically, Jeez. let me let, let, let me let me let me defend myself on this. When I'm cooking, that's the only time I have to let, like cook, and I'm not doing anything in that moment. Everything else is out of my periphery. She I'm just focused. focused on cooking because yeah. because I because like if I cook, safe. but but like if I cook and multitask, 
one of the two is, is going to turn out bad. And I'm like, I got, uh-uh. Yeah, I mean, yeah. That, that's important. And, you know, some folks say I, cooking I can can't. be kind of therapeutic. So, like, when you're cooking, you know, it's stress yeah. relieving for some. Yeah. No. But whereas for others, it's kind of stress inducing, right? It is. <laughs> it causes me a lot of stress. <laughs> I think, like, it all just, I feel like it all just depends. Like, if you have time and you're not, like, hungry right then, like, okay, like, all right. Yeah, like, and that could be the reason. Off. But like, I feel like sometimes like I try to stick to the same recipes because sometimes you try to make something new and it's like, oh, it's going to take you 20 minutes to prep. It's going to take you 30 minutes to cook. And you sit in there an hour and a half later. And I'm like, listen, exactly. I'm tired. An hour and a half? I'm not, I'm not one of those people that enjoys. I do. What? Uh, Jarrell said, do you cook like an hour and a half? I do. Like, cause I'll cook for the week. Oh yeah, you enjoy like, it. Prepping everything, yeah, it's really great. Exhausting. It sounds yeah, like it's exhausting. But then, like when your week is started, it's so easy. Yeah, it oh, it's so nice. It's, it's, it's worth the it two hours like it. or whatever. I, I just so can't. Do you, have, like, do you have like special meal prep um containers, and then you would like put the stuff in the freezer, or how does I it work? Do. I generally don't, don't freeze it. I just make it for the week. But you can. You put it in the refrigerator, right? Yeah. When I was um when we were back in the office, I mean I would definitely do the containers, but now that I'm like at home and it's like just me, like <laughs> just put it in one big thing and scoop out of it. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Yeah. I, I definitely need to get back on that meal prep. I think uh yeah, I think I could. I think that. I think it's just like I'm kind of like Jarrell, like when I'm hungry, I cook. Like I don't, yeah. I can't, I can't plan out the meal because then I probably don't want it. I have yeah, to just be I in the moment, cook it, eat it, I have a leftover, eat it, the, eat it the next day. I just don't have, I don't have time. I can't. Yeah. If I had time, then I would, but I ain't got time. And I keep saying that I don't thing, have time. The worst thing to do though is to be cooked. Like you come home, you're hungry, and mm-hmm. then you have to cook. That, like, that, that was my life. Worst. The last four years, that was my life. That was my life of literally uh, cooking when I got home after work, after the gym at eight o'clock. Being like, I really wish I would have cooked this on Sunday. (laughs) And then then I cook it on Sunday and then I spent two hours and then by Tuesday, I'm like, I don't even want this food no more. (laughs) That was the struggle I put myself into. But anyway, 2021, we're all doing better. So, okay. So let's that's cool. Um, I only have like two things on this docket next, and then then we can continue on in the rest of our Sunday Super Bowl and all the other stuff. If you plan on watching, I think we talked about that last week. I'm not talking yes. about that. Yes. So we talked about. Oh, well, I really only have one thing because we already talked about how our first week of Black History went and what we're doing. Um, so this is just a question that I had to the group to kind of pose: What is one thing you hope to accomplish during this Black History Month this year? Like, if you have a anything in mind that you want to accomplish this month specifically, what is that one thing? I'll go first. For myself, I want to be able to um, get this program that I have for these Black students um, coordinated properly and off the ground with this organization that I've been working with for like two years now. I really want to get it done this month. Um, because I think it's important and it would be a great way to end my Black History Month. It's dealing with like, how do you teach students about uh, 
finance, entrepreneurial spirits, and what does that look like when you are in middle school and high school? And if you have a job, why you should not be taking that money and trying to go spend it immediately, what you should be doing with your money and how you can prepare yourself for college and what that looks like. So I'm trying to get that off the ground. Um, I've been talking to the lady for a while now, but she's been struggling because of COVID and all her kids. So hopefully this month it can come off the ground and we can start doing this so I can give back to the people that have created who I am. So that's for me. Oh, wow. That, I mean, that's a lot to follow right there. Yeah, you're going to last. <laughs> oh, I normally do, but I said I'm going to go first today. Oh, wow. There you go. Thanks. I mean, if no one else wants so I guess I can go second. So admittedly, I, I haven't committed to anything as yet, but I, I would say one thing I've been thinking of is um, starting to read Barack Obama's new book. Um, mm-hmm. I think it's called A Promise Line. Mm-hmm. I read his previous one, um, The Audacity of Hope. So and good, right? Granted, it, it was fairly long and I didn't necessarily have as much time. It took me, I think, like maybe six months to finish <laughs> it because I was just like stopping and then restarting. But for the most part, I really enjoyed it. And um, I felt as so based off what I've heard on his new book, it's like something to really consider um, committing to like a goal. So for me, I'm going to attempt to finish it within this month, I guess. it's a long book too yeah i saw it the other day and i was like wow so i'll see i can't find it kindle oh really i kind of i kind of want the book and like i I want a hard copy because i went to a couple bookstores and they were sold out Uh, they only had it in spanish and i said well this could be the chance for me to learn spanish (laughs) but then i was like no i really want this (laughs) I, i was i was that desperate i was like you know what girl we might be learning spanish <laughs> like, <laughs> uh, well way to go i mean yeah but i think bj's had it bj's really had the copy. yeah okay my mom was at bj's yesterday i should have asked her mm-hmm. okay yeah. Yeah. i'll say yeah i haven't thought about it a lot but last week like i used to i hit or miss i've been like meditating through headspace Ooh. since i got like a free thing for healthcare providers during the pandemic and I started like meditating in the shower and just like for like 10 minutes and let me tell you it is like the most relaxing thing like I don't think about anything else like normally I like just rush through my shower like all right like I gotta go like I gotta shower gotta do this gotta do that and I just like rush through it but like really taking the time to just like sit there and be present in the shower like day changing like I was so much more relaxed going into my days and so that's what I'm my goal this month is to keep up with that because starting my day that way really it's a game changer that's cool you said headspace yeah okay cool and what led you to do that did you uh, did a friend give you that advice or no I don't you know I was just thinking like when can I, cause I, I was trying to meditate like 10 minutes a day, like in the morning, but it just never stuck as part of my routine. Um, and I was like, you know what? I could meditate in the shower. Like I have 10 yeah, minutes. I mean, that's a shower. great idea. That's really a great idea. Yeah. And so I just was like, all right, like, I'm just gonna try it. And it was good. Mm-hmm. So I'm gonna keep up with it. Cause I know self-care, some folks. Yeah, self-care. Yeah. So Instead of, you know, singing in the choir, you're meditating. 
I mean, singing in the shower. Singing I in the choir. In the choir. Yeah. Singing in the shower, you're meditating yeah. in the shower. Well, I even got away from that. And I used to listen to like podcasts in the shower, but like, I really mm. just haven't been taking the time to be still in my days. So mm. like, I really need that. Um, so I was like, all right, let me just meditate. Okay. That's a really yeah. great, I mean, that, that's, I'm, I'm sorry to cut anybody off who wants to go next, but I just want to say that it's like a really, that's really great advice is to stay still. Yeah. Because we're always on the move. And I, I know for me, I get some of my greatest ideas in the shower. And then as soon as I step out of the shower, I'm like, I wish I would have wrote that down. Because mm-hmm. I need something where it's like, I wish that there was a way for me to write something down or to speak to something. when I'm Because like sometimes like the greatest moments, like the greatest epiphanies, literally I'd be like, oh my God. I, I need to write this down. I'm like, but I'm in the shower. Okay. Uh, how do I get? And I'm like, but by the time I get out of the shower, I'm like, what, what did I say again? And I'm like, I don't <laughs> even know. I'm like, Oh my God. I just, and I'm like, should I have like my voice recorder on? I was going to say, just, you know, talk to Siri. I don't, but I don't take my phone. I don't take my phone in, into the bathroom when I go in the shower. Cause I'm just like, like you said, be still. And it's like, I think, I think I might take that uh, this month as well. It's like giving myself a moment to just be still. Because yeah. we're always on the move and we're always doing X, Y, and Z. But when do we ever just stop mm-hmm. and just be yeah. in the be moment? So. Unplug from everything, right? Yeah. yeah. I think I need yeah. to unplug from most of social media too. And it's yeah, it's tough. 100%. So. Yeah. I just get too anxious. Like I just have, there's just too much going on. I just get too anxious if I don't take the time to do it. So I'm trying to, trying to make that part of the routine. Yeah. Okay. So who's uh who's who's next? Who wants to go? You, Zakia, or Joy? <laughs> I feel like Joy I can wants go. to I can go. Yeah. All right. Um, this month it started off. It did not start off well for me. Um, <laughs> everything that I had like started on in January just like went out the window <laughs> this <laughs> entire week. But um, girl, same. <laughs> This week, or yeah, this coming week, um, I get back into uh, mentoring uh, a high school student. So I'll be doing that um, twice this month and really just trying to um, lead that program uh, within my firm. Um, So I'll be leading five other people through this mentoring journey. all the students that we're mentoring are uh, black students uh, in DC public schools. So, and that'll last through the entire um, semester, yeah, semester, mm-hmm. the rest of the year. Um, so really just, you know, taking this month to really kickstart that. Um, we have to, by the end of the semester, we have to develop these um, projects related to a career of their interest. Um, started out um, with the idea that it would all be architecture students. Like that's what we put on our applications. Some people got architecture students and some did not. I got an architecture student, so I'm excited about that. <laughs> but, um, <laughs> there, uh, yeah, there are some other different interests um, that students have, which is okay. But I think um, you know, especially during this time, just you know, having somebody there, somebody older, um, somebody they can talk to outside of um, their 
seven to three, eight to four, whatever they have for school. <laughs> and somebody outside of their family too, because we're all just kind of, you know, locked down in our homes, can't really see our, they can't see their classmates, they can't see their friends. Um, mm-hmm. So yeah, that. And then um, also, I just think, I mean, I want to get back to all those things that I started in January, but um, really just taking time to unplug a little bit. Um, I did deactivate my Instagram. I'll be back at some point. Oh, so, I noticed that. Actually. I noticed. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. that's good though. Yeah, I just, I don't know. I just need to take some time, step back, uh, get back to the things that are important to me, and also just rediscovering what is important to me and um, really just learning about myself um learning how to love myself care for myself um do the things that make me happy in my free time not just you know my nine eight to five nine to five whatever it is these mm-hmm. days so yeah. yeah and could i ask so uh, what organization are you working with for the um mentoring program it is um, an organization through DC Public Schools. It's called the CEO Program, and CEO stands for Competitive Employment Opportunities Program. And it's broken into two parts. The first part, like I talked about, um, runs from late January to May, and we do the career focus projects. And then um, if the students complete those projects and give a presentation, they have the opportunity to then go do an 80 hour internship at their mentor's um, place of work. So that's really cool. Wow. That is awesome. That is awesome. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm excited about it. Yeah, because I'm thinking about their resumes, the fact that, you know, they're in high school mm-hmm. and they're going to be, you know, completing projects. So they're going to have something tangible to show, right? Mm-hmm. But in yeah. addition to that, they may also have an opportunity to present like presentation skills and we all right. know like that's a huge deal in undergrad having presentation oh, yeah. skills and being competent enough to work within a, a group yep. so group projects wow way to go yeah uh, actually presentation skills or verbal presentation is actually my focus for my work goals this year uh, which okay. we had to turn in on monday february 1st um And so I'm going to be looking into taking a public speaking class so then I can, you know, um, I want to be able to present this to my firm, everybody in my firm, 250 plus people (laughs) at some point. Mm -hmm. Um, But then I also want to be able to take what I learned and, um, you know, deliver that to the students so they can have a, a good presentation as well. So if anybody has any public speaking courses they want to suggest, let me know. Uh, if you um, if you find one, I'll like let me know because I I love public speaking and I think I don't know if I took one in high school and in college, but I would love to take another one. So if you find one and it's like online, obviously, which I feel like it maybe shouldn't be online, maybe it should be in person. I don't I know. It has to be online now. <laughs> right, yeah. right. It has to be online. But but if you do find one, let me know and uh, and I would I would absolutely take it with you if you uh if if it was like a online class because I'm always looking because like public speaking like you said is very important and I don't think unfortunately a lot of us in the 
minority communities recognize that that we really could be very powerful if we decided to uh, use our voices more in the public setting and then if we knew how to do it so well. So yeah, that's cool. All right. I'm actually not. So the biggest thing is, um, well, start with, I guess the smallest thing. So I was on a panel last week or this week I was on panel Friday um, and it wasn't related to Black History Month, but I was representing for the Black uh, designers and the women mm -hmm. architects on the group or on the call. And it was a program called Ask an Architect. And so we were just answering questions for high school or for um, undergrad students. Um, it was literally like anything they wanted to know about working and the transition from school to college. Can I mm -hmm. talk? The transition from school to, the, to work? <laughs> Um, so yeah, answering questions like that, I would say that um, one of the biggest things that I'm doing is Say It Loud, North Carolina. And so that is um, through Beyond the Built Environment and we're bringing that exhibit to North Carolina and the submission portal opened on February 1st. Mm -hmm. And so we're hoping to have over a hundred um, architects and designers and students represented across the state um, and so that's something I'll be working on, not just this month, but the next couple months as submissions come in. And then um, we have a ton of programming that we're rolling out over the next few months to support, um, to support that coming out. Mm -hmm. And yeah, I would say then there's a the programming, right? So that's kind of the stuff that I've been working on. Um, but the biggest thing for me personally is this month I'll just be studying and um, learning to set better boundaries like with my time, um, my energy, whether it's work, whether it's friends or family, like just I, I can't do it. I don't have the time to do it. My time is spoken for. Mm -hmm. um, thanks for inviting me, but no. <laughs> um, and so that's really all I'm doing because uh, finishing my fifth exam was like really gave me a push to be like okay I, I was gonna start studying again next next week like Monday or Tuesday mm -hmm. I started yesterday I was yes. like yeah, like I'm ready I am ready so while while in motion stay in motion yeah no reason to get off the gas now you got one more you got it how long do you think it would take you to study for this next one to, to take the exam a month or a couple weeks it's booked for next month there you go yes man yeah <sighs> bro i awesome. wish i could just take a take an exam and then pass it and take another exam and then <laughs> just be like like back to back like what <laughs> one day they're going to change this 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 process one day maybe after i've taken an exam and i pass i don't know we'll see but that's cool um all right well that's great it sounds like we all got some stuff that we are prepared for looking forward to this month all different sizes and shapes so uh all right here we go so i'm gonna go ahead and uh and end this out um i hope everybody has a great super bowl sunday make sure you stay safe and you're not out here being wild and crazy so just wanted to let everybody know 
the sounding board will be taking the rest of Black History Month off. We have all extremely busy schedules, as you just heard this month, outside of the podcast. And this month is my birthday and Jarrell's. I will be turning the glorious 28, and he will be turning, ooh, the scary 29. So with that, we will be coming back. Hey, 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 scary 29. (laughs) Scary. I I would just say I am thankful that I would be able to live on this earth for 29 years. I just said scary because 30 is coming up. But anyway. Oh, 30? Yeah. No, I'm not scared 30, of 30. 30. And I always I always tell folks there are like two ages, right? So you have uh-huh. the biological age and the chronological age. So chronologically I'll be what 29, mm-hmm. but biologically I'll probably what still be 25, 26, you know? <laughs> I'm like <laughs> yeah. So it all depends on, you know, your eating habits, your exercise habits, ahead, your, okay. your sleeping habits. Okay. And um, your friendships mm-hmm. and the relationships you may have with your family members, because mm-hmm. all of that, that comes into play. Because yes. you have to think about this as an ecosystem, right? So you have to think oh, about Lord, like all Lord the components Jesus. coming together. Can it's somebody all about come balance. get this man? <laughs> balance. <laughs> balance. Huh? Yin and balance. yang. Yin and yang. Photosynthesis, hypothesis, and all that stuff. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So anyway, um, so we'll be back uh, with new episodes and special guests starting on March 8th. So tune back into the show and catch us on either Anchor. March 8th. I thought it was March 7th. Jarell. We are recording on March 7th. Jarell. My father. I'm keeping this in there. Oh, my goodness. <sighs> my bad. My bad. No. <laughs> We're not perfect, right? We're no not. This, this shows so. you right here that I can have a script already written out, ready to go. And we just have J A double R E double L two four two coming in, disrupting the whole thing. But it's cool. <laughs> yeah, it's I'm, cool. I'm, I'm going to cool. keep going. So if you have anything else you'd like to say, Jarrell, just, just get it out now. <laughs> no, I'm going to put my mic on mute. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so anyway, uh, we will be back on March 8th. So tune into the show. Catch us on either Anchor, Spotify, Apple, or Google Podcasts. In the meantime, we will be posting content onto our social media. So be sure to give us a follow at the sounding board underscore if you haven't already on Instagram. And you can always tune into any of our previous episodes, which are available on all social on all podcast platforms. As always, stay healthy, stay blessed, stay active, no stress. Be breezy, y'all. Thank you for tuning into another episode of The Sounding Board. Please enjoy this clip from Danielle Matricia. But as always, stay healthy, stay blessed, stay active, no stress.